Welcome back to Investigate Joe Rogan. I will continue where I left off last episode, talking about Alex Jones's erroneous statements about the environment in episode 1555 of JRE. Alex Jones says that hurricanes are actually getting weaker, despite what climate scientists may tell you. This would be nice if hurricanes were in fact getting weaker, but the reality is that there is a lot of evidence to suggest that hurricanes are getting more intense and will continue to get more intense in the future. Scientists cannot say for certain that in the future climate change will make hurricanes worse, but models have predicted that due to increasing ocean levels and ocean temperatures, which are very much real things that are happening, future hurricanes will become more intense. This is because higher temperatures cause higher humidity, which means there's more moisture in the air, which means more fuel for potential hurricanes. Rising ocean temperatures also means that there is less cold water to act as sort of hurricane breaks. So these things don't mean that there will be more total hurricanes. We're not going to get to a point where Florida is just getting smacked with a new hurricane every month. But the hurricanes that do happen will likely be worse than the ones in the past. And the ones we are experiencing now are also worse than the ones in the past. There is another factor not related to climate change that could make future hurricanes worse as well. And that's the fact that more people live by the coast now than they did in the past. About 40% of people in the U.S. live in coastal counties. So unfortunately, climate change will probably make hurricanes worse. If you listen to Alex Jones, you'll think that hurricanes are sort of mellowing out. But then, before you know it, your Miami houseboat will be underwater and Chris Kyle will be shooting at you in the distance, and that's, that's not what you want to have happen. Also on the subject of climate change, Alex Jones says that the EU has tried to arrest scientists who question global warming. And this is not true. No arrests have been attempted. I could just stop talking about this right there. Or I could be generous and assume he is trying to refer to climate gate somehow. Um, which was an incident where some hackers leaked emails from scientists at the University of East Anglia. At the time, this was big news in conspiracy world, and people cherry-picked random emails and tried to say that it proved climate change was a big global conspiracy. But it was actually just scientists making fun of climate change deniers in emails. It did not make things look like a big conspiracy. It just sort of made them look like jerks who make fun of people in their emails, <laughs> in their professional emails, which is pretty funny. You know, scientists are just like the rest of us. They enjoy making fun of people on the internet, banter. There's really nothing wrong with that. Alex Jones is not concerned about carbon emissions because later on he says that it will actually help plants. He says that the Sahara Desert used to be water, and thanks to climate change, it will soon become a forest. 
This is actually not 100% incorrect. The Sahara did in fact used to be green. There were trees and stuff there. There were lakes. It was not just like a huge body of water though. That is not true. An increase in CO2 levels will not change this. It will not make the Sahara return to being a big green forest. That is crazy talk. However, the idea that rising CO2 levels will help plants is not completely crazy talk. Some plants in some ecosystems will probably benefit from climate change and increasing levels of CO2. That part is true. However, it is ignoring the big picture for plants. Yes, rising CO2 levels caused by climate change means more CO2 for plants to suck up. But rising CO2 levels could also cause drought and heat stress, which would not be good for plants at all. These two things would be way worse than any positive effects caused by CO2 and are just as likely. It also wouldn't be great for the plants that we enjoy eating. An increase in the average temperature of just one or two degrees could cause soil moisture deficit, and the heat could also directly damage the plants and affect their ability to reproduce. It is also known that plants grown with higher CO2 levels are less nutritious, so much so, in fact, that some scientists have predicted that this effect could cause protein deficiency in a few hundred million people around the world. So no, higher CO2 levels would not be an overall benefit to nature. Sort of like quitting your job would certainly have some positives. You would have more free time, less stress, less interacting with your annoying coworkers, and so on. However, if you were to look at the big picture, you would see that things probably are not going to go great for you on the whole. On the subject of nuclear power, which some see as a solution to the whole carbon emissions problem, Alex Jones says that he doesn't like nuclear power, since 94% of nuclear power plants are leaking toxic chemicals. This is not true. I, I really don't even know where he's getting this from. Possibly the Simpsons. The reality is that nuclear power is very safe. Nuclear power has actually caused less deaths per unit of energy generated than any other major source. And yes, that is taking into account all of the actual Chernobyl-related deaths, not the fake USSR propaganda number where they said like two people died or whatever. Nuclear power is so much safer, in fact. It's estimated that nuclear power prevented about 1.8 million deaths between 1971 and 2009 simply by reducing the amount of energy needed to be produced by fossil fuels. The Simpsons isn't even an accurate portrayal of how a nuclear power plant runs. It's just a cartoon. It's not even real life. Later on, Alex Jones says a few other things about energy. He says that he doesn't like oil and that we should pursue renewable energy alternatives. If Alex Jones was the energy czar of America, we can figure out what his plan would be based on this episode. He would try to increase carbon emissions 
to help the plants and terraform the planet, and he would not allow more nuclear power. However, he would support wind and solar power and try to decrease our dependence on oil. This would be quite the interesting course of action, to say the least. Moving on to the inevitable subject of coronavirus, Alex Jones says that tuberculosis killed 20 million people last year, and that coronavirus hasn't even killed a million people. The implication here being that coronavirus really isn't that bad after all. I couldn't find tuberculosis numbers for 2019, but in 2018, it only killed 1.5 million people, not 20 million people. And as of my recording this, coronavirus has killed about 1.4 million people in less than a year. So Alex Jones is wrong about that death number as well. However, comparing coronavirus and tuberculosis doesn't really make sense. For one thing, there's a vaccine for tuberculosis. It's also simply not really a big issue in first world countries. The majority of cases are in the so-called developing world. So the two are really only comparable in the sense that they are both respiratory diseases. Also on the subject of coronavirus, one of the things Rogan and Alex Jones agree on is that WHO backtracked and said lockdowns are actually bad. And this is not true. All of the articles and things that claim this is the case come from this one quote said by David Nabarro, who works at WHO. He said, we in the World Health Organization do not advocate lockdowns as the primary means of control of this virus. Now, this is not the same thing as saying that lockdowns are bad. The key word here is primary. Who has never said that lockdowns are the primary way of stopping the virus? This quote does not say that lockdowns are bad at all. Another WHO representative said this in an article titled, No, the World Health Organization did not backflip on lockdowns. That was made in response to this controversy. They said, quote, WHO has never advocated for national lockdowns as a primary means for controlling the virus. Dr. Nabarro was repeating our advice to governments to do it all. Governments, employers, communities should imply a package of proven health measures that we know are effective for preventing transmission, including hand and respiratory hygiene, physical distancing, mask wearing, staying home if you're sick, etc., as well as having robust systems for testing, isolating, tracing, and quarantining, etc. So basically, this one quote was taken out of context, and Rogan and Alex Jones are both wrong about this. I will end this episode with a few misattributions to some famous people that Alex Jones makes. A couple times during this episode, Alex Jones says that Steve Wozniak said, the best AI is not as powerful as an ant's brain. Now there is in fact a quote where Steve Wozniak mentions ants and AI, but this is not what he says. What he said was this, Quote, like people including Stephen Hawking and Elon Musk have predicted, I agree that the future is scary and very bad for people. If we build these devices to take care of everything for us, eventually they'll think faster than us and they'll get rid of the slow humans to run companies more efficiently. Will we be the gods? Will we be the family pets? 
Or will we be ants that get stepped on? I don't know about that. But when I got that thinking in my head about if I'm going to be treated in the future as a pet to these smart machines, well, I'm going to treat my own pet dog really nice. This is actually a significantly more cynical opinion on AI, but one that I think Alex Jones would likely also agree with. Alex Jones also says that Mark Twain started Bohemian Grove, and this is not true. Mark Twain was actually offered honorary membership to the Bohemian Club, but there is no record of him actually going to the club or joining or anything. And, you know, it really doesn't strike me as his sort of scene. That's where I will stop for this episode. I will probably have one or two more episodes covering Alex Jones and Tim Dillon. I have covered both of Alex Jones's previous appearances on JRE. If you want to watch those as well, you'll just have to scroll down a little ways, I guess. Thank you for listening. Be sure to tell all of your friends about Investigate Joe Rogan, the most important uh, intellectual pursuit podcast on the internet ever in history. And I will see you next episode.